Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Hollywood Tales. My name is Ahmed Ahmed, your host, my co-host. Blake Barty, how's it going? Our special guest, Darren Carter. Darren Carter, the party starter. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it like that. And then you got to do this. <laughs> Let's start that party. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't, don't, don't turn it off. Just keep watching. I had a guy tell me that he goes... <laughs> He goes like this. He actually got once he got to know me. He goes, "I wanted to hate you the first twenty seconds I saw you," and I was like, "I get it, dude. I get and it." And then you like, won him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Darren know, Carter. So. Just well, before I get into how we know each other and our history and everything, great to see you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just do that for the whole hour. You're like, dude. Like, <laughs> what's cracking this Snoop Dogg? Ooh, wee. <laughs> before we get into it, uh, we record this uh, podcast every week <clears throat> from Jam and the Van Studios here in West LA. We are at three three eight four Motor Avenue. Uh, between Venice and Pico. It's a fun, awesome complex with live stand-up comedy, live music. It's called Jam in the Van because they got their origin recording. Uh, they have a recording studio that's <clears throat> built inside of a tour bus. Mm. I'll, I'll show you afterwards. It's a really cool concept. And um, they're going to South by Southwest, I think, in a couple weeks, right? Nice. Tuesday. Next, next two Tuesdays. Yeah, so they do a lot of stuff here. This place is an ex-rehab center. So... Um, Nothing's really changed. <laughs> uh, um, but it's a fun place. Go to jaminthevan.com to check out all their upcoming shows. And you can also go to YouTube, Hollywood Tales, or Jam in the Van uh, on YouTube and check out Hollywood Tales. And all of our past episodes, I want to thank Jake and Dave, the owners, uh, Jake Trainer, the venue manager, Jake, Jack Higgins, our creative director, and Wolf Romero is over here. Uh, Wolf putting it all together for you behind the scenes. So shout out to those guys up front. Darren Carter, I've known. Darren Carter was, I think, the first comedian I've ever, I ever met. Really? It was It was you and I think Alonzo Bowden and Freeze Love. Wow. And we met in Pasadena. That's right. If I remember correctly. <gasps> Who at, booked us on that gig? You, you, you didn't, you booked, okay, yeah. yeah. I booked us. And you, <laughs> so you did, I always thought you booked it, but then you said- Remember you, Q's? Yes. They have that side room. I, I, I totally remember the gig. I remember everything, but I, 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 I thought you booked me, but you said I was the, one of the first comedians you met. So you, well, I can't remember, you somehow got I, my number or I something. I can't remember or, who introduced us. Yeah. Like a mutual comic introduced okay. us. But I've known Darren literally. I started doing stand-up comedy, I, I want to say it was 1994. That's how long we've known each other. Yeah, gosh. It was, yeah, it was, it, it probably, if it was 94, 95, I was thinking somewhere in there, but, so I didn't even live in LA at that time. Right. So you're from yeah. Fresno. Yes. And uh, my, I'm sorry about that. I know. I was going to say, for the, for the podcast, <laughs> Calm down. We'll, you're we'll from change Riverside, it to Beverly guys. Hills. <laughs> I know. I'm from Riverside. I know, exactly. <laughs> We're like, yeah. I can't really talk shit. Yeah, Fresno, we used to vacation in Riverside. <laughs> We're like, oh, like, these guys get LA radio stations. No. Oh, it's shit. a big city. Woo. No. What was it like yeah. growing up in Fresno back in the, I guess, 70s? Right, 70s and 80s, man. It was. I try to make myself long younger. I'm a millennial, bro. Uh, 2012. Darren's no. timeless, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't age, you, you still I just shave, I was like, yeah. shave all the grays off. But uh, no, Fresno was it was great growing up. And I was, I was joking about the riverside, but I did have an aunt and uncle that lived in Norwalk. Mm. I don't know if you've ever been to Norwalk, but yeah, I grew up right next door in Lakewood, Long Beach. Oh, area. so you know, yeah. And it's like, and I thought Norwalk was just amazing. And, and sometimes I, I can kind of make fun of it on stage here because people kind of know, but. Um, but I did really because coming from Fresno, my aunt and uncle lived in Norwalk, and it was it was just incredible to to see like LA programming on television and and radio stations and 
And did you guys not get any radio in Fresno? We did, but it was you guys got everything first. You know, like I had a friend that moved from Fresno to LA. He is moved there to- running water in Fresno? <laughs> there is, there is. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? My buddy just hooked up with a girl in Honduras, and uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, they only get running water three days a week there. And I was like, we'll see if you can arrange it to where those three days are the days that you're there. Right. Because, you know, stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated, you know. But yeah, we got running water. We had all that. But it was like, uh, you know, I remember you guys had like KMET and some. Yeah, we definitely had more. Like radio a new outlets. wave radio sure. station. And so he would he would tape uh, music off the, off the radio and, and mail me these cassettes. And I was like, this is so cool. LA music. And yeah, it was like a big deal to come to LA. But. Do you have siblings? I do. Uh, and growing up in Fresno, I did. How yeah. many? How many siblings? Two. Two. There's more, where, and it's a long where, story. Where do you, but where it's, do you uh, fall? Older, younger? Uh, I'm the youngest of the people I grew up with, and uh, I'm, I grew up in a foster home, and I'm adopted. So oh, it's okay. kind of a hard. I can't just, you know, it's not. Like, hey, that, oh. hey, that's a different podcast. Yeah, totally. I know. Come back. Yeah. Come back I'll next do it. Week. We'll, we'll save all that. We'll save that. <laughs> we'll save the how I got adopted. I was a. Foster I, didn't, home. I didn't mean to dig. I didn't mean to I dig. Know. You know, I just start crying. <laughs> I do a sad beatbox. <laughs> Everyone, let's hold hands. Let's get let's turn this back into a rehab. So, so, so you grew up, okay, foster whatever. But you, you pivot to LA at what point to start stand up comedy, and why? What made you want to be a stand up comic? I was one of those kids, you know. Before I shaved the head, I had bright red hair, so I stood out, you know, like. One word of the you do you do were, a joke about it the rooster I know they they you know they were the drawn to it like in a like like a cool way like hey, you know like old people would be like my granddaughter yeah she would love you you know is it true that there are only two hundred and fifty thousand redheads around the world I think so I kind of I, I googled that one night I think I stopped like uh, looking the stats once I started losing <laughs> my hair I was like well f that group I'm no longer part of them but uh, but the, but yeah. I mean I would say the hardest working hair color on the planet like I think you, like one percent of the world at one point I read had like red hair like and it, it'll always pop up somewhere sometimes right. people won't have and then their beard is red right. or something so there's definitely yeah there was there's definitely not that many of us and uh you know there's there's like a bond you kind of have or a rejection with someone because sometimes they want to be the only redhead. And they're kind of, <laughs> it's so weird. That's man. what it's like being a Muslim. You Is know, it? you bond and then you <laughs> want to be the only Muslim. <laughs> hey, I'm the Muslim best friend. Get out of here. Like, right. I'm the token Muslim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, so you started, uh, I didn't even notice that shirt. That's one of the best shirts I think I've ever seen. Cool as ice. He's Val cool Kilmer top guy. But what's, yeah, so, what's, so, you hold on, so you, you go to school, like, what, you know, elementary, high school in Fresno, and then when do you pivot to L.A.? So I, I think, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you back with the redhead stuff, like, that's kind of when I knew I wanted to be a comedian is uh, I started making kids laugh, you know, oh. like, at first they were sort of laughing at me, but I learned how to turn it, like, toward your, toward, making yeah, them making laugh, them, yeah, and then, um, and I got into, like, uh, I started writing, like, you know, these little, back, back in the day, you know, like, Beastie Boys came out and all that stuff, this is, you know, like, you know, LL Cool J, Run DMC. So I started. I love that kind of music back then. That that genre. That that especially that that part. I mean, I still like it, but especially when it was brand new, like hip hop was brand. Oh, new. Oh yeah, that's the. I think that's the best time. I loved of it. Hip-hop. It was like it was so simple, and like the rhymes were easy, and you could actually do it yourself. <clears throat> so I started rapping right. and writing these funny raps, and I got into a rap battle, and I. It was great, man. Like that got me a lot of attention, and that was like my first time. Like, wow, I'm talking and people are surrounding me, and that you're end, like they, Eminem and you're a present. performer. Yeah, it was pre Eminem, pre Vanilla Ice, even, and you, it, you know, you, I, you were the first. It was, I mean, <laughs> yeah, acapella. Like once you put the beat on, I'm like, Burr! you know, but <laughs> but I would really do that, you know that. You know, like I know I do that Snoop Dogg thing. Wow, wow, what's cracking? Ooh, we used to big Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it was cracking. 
we are Hollywood tales. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I started doing that, and it was just like, wow, this is amazing. And then um, I started doing comedy in Fresno. Back then, there was plenty of stage time and and uh, no what, competition. What were we doing, like dive bars? Dive was, bars. Like, we were doing, like, Zaps Park. It was, like, this dive bar on Fat Eyes. Um, we were doing country bars. Meth labs. Meth labs. We were doing <laughs> drug rehabs. We really were doing right. drug rehabs. We really were. Nice. Bars. Like, uh, we were doing juvenile halls. I swear to God, we did that. Bowling alleys. And then there was comedy clubs, too. There was like, two and comedy clubs. And who's we? Like, who, is there a circuit There was Fresno? a guy. Uh, the other redheaded dude. The other redheaded <laughs> dude, yeah. He did the north side. I did the south side. It's, uh, no. There was a guy... Uh, his name was Mr. E.E., e., and it was called the Comedy Crew. And he had a crew? He had a crew of like these, and he would get he would book five comics at a time, and we would get like, even back then, dude, like 25 bucks. Like and I had been doing comedy less than 10 times. I'm getting paid Ooh. 25 bucks. Yeah, sometimes it's a big deal. sometimes 50, you know, just I mean, just starting, you know. Um, you know And how did you find what's his name again? Mr. What? Mr. E.E. E. Yeah, like he was just capital E, capital E. Yeah, Mr. E. They should call him the comedy pimp. And where did, you, did yeah. he find you, or yeah. did you find him? I think he found me. I want to say. I saw and you performing somewhere. Yeah, he's like, yo, kid, is he black? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, kid, <laughs> that's what I mean. He like dolphins yeah. a lot. <laughs> yo, kid, you want to make some money doing a stand up? Twenty five bucks. It's my second time ever. Don't matter. You'll get good. It's got to keep hustling. Yeah, I remember he goes. He told me I needed a comedy nickname. Mr. E. E. Yeah. He told me I should change my name. Back then, there was a, a singer named Simply Red. Yeah. And he's like, right. your name will be the Simply Red of comedy. And I'm like, there's already a Simply Red. He's like, yeah, but you're the Simply Red of comedy. And I'm like, no. nah, just stick no. with my real name. Sorry. Mr. E.E. E. E. was Mr. already e. not good at yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not good Just at... stop at one E. Yeah. You know? I know. Mr. E. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's take those marketing skills somewhere else. <laughs> I know. Mitzi Shore told me to put a turban on my head. Oh, God. <clears throat> when yeah. she first passed me at the comedy store, she yeah. didn't, she didn't, God bless her, that woman changed my life. Uh, and she gave me life, but in the comedy world. But when I first got past, she pulled me aside one, one night. She goes, you should put a turban on your head when you go out on stage. <laughs> and I go, why? She's like, because it's part of your culture. And I was like, no, it's not. No. I grew up in Riverside. <laughs> I'll put a baseball cap on backwards. Yeah. Did come say, out drinking a Budweiser. I'm like, did she say something to you about like your your people made us slaves or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, or? when Mitzi, yeah. I think I talked about it on this podcast once or twice. When when uh, when I met her the night I got passed, she's I, I met her in the hallway. Mm. It was it was during the Dublin's days. Yeah, and remember we would do rock comedy. Remember we would get the best yep. guys from yep. Dublin's and yep. Crash would only play rock and roll music yeah. and it was on a Thursday. Yeah. And we would get like me, you, Sebastian, you know, Dane, mm -hmm. Sam Tripoli, Brett Ernst, that whole class, yeah. Balonzo, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, I got past that night after I did my set, and she came up to me and she goes, Hey, you're very funny. <laughs> I go, Thanks. She goes, Are you Arabic? And I go, I'm, I'm Egyptian. She goes, Oh, you're Egyptian? You know, we used to be your slaves. <laughs> And she just like levitated away. And I was like, <laughs> now I work for you? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then I got passed the next day. Wow. She just, she liked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she was all yeah. about, she had this whole, I talk about it in the podcast yeah. and I'll get into it later because I yeah. want to get back to you. But she had this whole prophecy that Middle Eastern Muslim comics were going to have a voice in the comedy world. And, wow. You know, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Mitzi. 
I know. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's man. Like, so, so let's go back to you. So you're doing the Mr. E gig. You, yeah, don't Mr. change e, your name yeah. to Simply Right on no, Comedy. No, no, no. It's like Darren Carter. And then you're know. doing the little Fresno circuit. And then how do you pivot out to L.A.? Like, or it's, what happens next? Did okay. you branch to Bakersfield first? I branched to Bakersfield. I got a timeshare <laughs> in You were doing the Victorville? <laughs> you were doing the Victorville circuit? Yeah. Hesperia had a Gorman? Scene. Did you do Gorman? Gilroy? <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, forget, forget the drug rehabs. Let's go to the source. So then I moved up to the crack houses and the meth labs. Uh, no. From there, I... um. That'd be a good name for your dog. Come here. I got a meth lab. Come here. <laughs> what kind of lab is it? Meth. <laughs> oh, man, I sold out. Hemet. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah, I know. So from there, there, I remember I was going to Fresno City College, and they had these auditions to for, for performers to work at. At the time, it was called Marriott's Great America. Now oh. I think it's like Six Flags or something. And they were looking for variety performers. And, I mean... It was hilarious because there was people. I mean, it's my first time ever watching bad auditions. Like some lady that that's was like some. That's like yeah. before Star Search, right? Exactly. Some lady was up or there American doing Idol. rocket kicks. Like she was probably about three hundred pounds, and she was like, "Papa, don't preach. I'm keeping my baby. Papa, don't <laughs> preach. I'm keeping my." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" I'm assuming she didn't get the gig. She didn't get the gig. <laughs> I went up and did my thing. What did you do? Stand up? Yeah, I did or stand up. I did stand up. Beatboxing and rapping. Bit, yeah, I had a bit back then that would get me a lot of things. Like it got me that gig. It got me to open for the new kids on the block. Oh, that's interesting. So that's, you got to remember, this is a 19-year-old Darren Carter. So 19-year-old Darren <coughs> Carter, I'll, I'll do a little bit of it for you. I go, boom, boom, boom. Well, blows me down. I couldn't be hipper. Shiver me timbers. I'm a Chippendale stripper. And I would do like this dance. Boom. I remember that. I remember you used to do. That. Remember, I used to be my big ending. Well, my name is Paul Winkle. I am a moose. Give me the mic and I cut loose because me so horny. And then I would, you know, I'd go on and on and whatever those. I was a young kid, so, you know. And you don't curse in your act. I don't curse. Typically. I used to, but I don't. You work more when you're clean. Yes, yes. I yeah, like. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't remember you cursing ever. Yeah, I used to have a big. Can we curse on here? Fuck yeah. Okay, so I used to have this <laughs> bit called. It was. A, it was like a. Hey, wouldn't that be great if anything? I forget how it went, but it was something like, where basically something happens. I pop up going, "You're fucked," and so I'd say, "You're fucked. You're oh. down on your luck." Did I ever do that? No. You know what I remember? Yeah. You do. You, you yeah. did say fuck one time oh, that I remembered. Oh. You ever want to just push the fuck it button? Oh yes, that? that was one of my early bits. How does that yeah. joke go again? I used to go. Uh, if, if for anyone who's ever anyone here who's ever worked on a cash register, don't you wish there was a button on there called "fuck it"? And that was because you know, like if people. Uh, you know, and then you and then you 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 had you tagged it a bunch of times. Fuck it! I forget what I would fuck say. Fuck it! You, if you want to do this, yeah. Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Do this? Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck it! Yeah, and that was basically me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was me reincarnating that other joke. You're fucked. But that bit was great because it would get the whole crowd to do it. Yeah. Where they'd go, you're fucked. fucked right. You're down on your luck. You and I'd go like this. You, you're fucked or whatever. I would just. It was you, just, you should have been a Broadway yeah. like theater actor. I, I mean, think you would have been really good at. at uh, you, it's not too late, by the way. Yeah. You know, if this comedy thing doesn't <laughs> fucking work. You go on the Hollywood Tales podcast. <clears throat> Their advice is go to Broadway. You're fucked. Broadway. <laughs> what a fucking. What a Tony. Yeah. So I got to tell you real quick with that your fuck bit. Uh, um, one of the reasons I stopped doing it, well, number one, it would really pump up the crowd, but a lot of headliners hated it because mm. it, because of that very reason. Young, well, skinny kid on stage, like, yeah, and then he's killing. and then one they, guy, can't, they can't follow that. Right, and one guy refused to shake my hand. He was like a San Francisco type of guy, and like he was a big headliner up there. And, and it was an Irish bar, and uh, it was in like South San Francisco, and the whole crowd was like, yeah, fucked. I found out later he was pissed because it was raining and he was running late, and I was getting this whole crowd. To, I was red hair, and I was like... 
you know, I was their guy. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, and the, imagine you play like an Egyptian bar, and like you're right. you're just killing, and, and then, then you some, walk in. Some headliner's like, "Fuck this guy," you know. So that's I go, "Please welcome," and then he he goes, "You say fuck enough, kid," and I was just I'd, I'd heard a lot of that, and I was just like, "Let me you know. ditch, let me ditch it." So I kind yeah. of started moving away from that, but you know. So then, uh, so Fresno. And then you, you said you transitioned into yes uh, I, I transitioned so I got that Marriott I got that Great America gig oh that's right new yeah. kids on the block new kids on the block open for them got to work at the theme park that got me into the Bay Area started hanging up the, the punchline and what are you doing at the theme park I they had me doing comedy for people in line for roller coasters that's and, no fucking way. yeah because back then do you have the, footage of that I don't because I wouldn't even want it to be filmed <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, like yeah dude this is like early this is like the summer of ninety and. You know, so where, like you're at Magic Mountain? Yeah, it, yeah, that kind of thing. But it was called Great America. It was, oh, in, right, it was right, in, right. like San Jose, and right. so people. So I did 11 shows a day. It was 10 shows and then one announcement for the ice getting laughs? I was getting laughs. And also, are you yeah. like doing a joke and then walking down the yes. line and doing another yes. joke? Yes, and yes. That's yes. got to be awkward. Yeah, it was hard as hell, and um, I had to do it 15 minute increments. And then, um, but the easy one, there were some that were easier. If you had a microphone <laughs> and an audience, that that was a lot easier. But right. when it's just you're walking up like. You know, my right. big joke back then was, um, do you remember when I would do Bart Simpson? Yeah. Yeah, so back then I spiked, I pulled, my hair was more up. He had, he had like a, he looked like Jamie Kennedy for a second. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You and, know, from like Three Kings, Jamie Kennedy. Yes. And so I'd be like, hey guys, I got to tell you, I won a hundred dollars. I, I was the winner of a Bart Simpson lookalike contest. And then I'd go. Right. Like that. And then the they'd profile, laugh. And then, that, yeah. then the joke was, uh, the money's gone, the contest is over, but I still look like Bart. <laughs> you know, or whatever. And so now I look like Homer, but. That was uh, so. That was weird though, because they don't really know what you're doing. You're just right. walking up, and the ro- nobody nobody says, "Hey, we have a comic coming up." No, so that was the the toughest thing. But it really. And are you just dressed like a civilian, or like a you... civilian for the first two weeks, and they were like, "Maybe it would be put better." Put it on, put it on, cut costume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then that was ridiculous because what would you wear? Basically, like picture your any barbershop quartet. That's what I look like. Just <laughs> polyester pants, blinking bow tie. Just, hey, everybody, I'm a comedian. It was just. <laughs> They wanted me to do dumb stuff like, hey, which way is the demon roller coaster? That way, you know. Just, right. And these are people from Oakland coming in right. to like have a good time, and they're like, what'd you say, Mom? Like, right. <laughs> you know, it's just. How long did that gig last? Until I got fired. Uh, they fired you? Yeah, I got fired. <laughs> For yeah. what? Yeah, just, I don't know, not probably doing well, going against the rules. Like, they wanted me to shave my mullet, and and I like, they basically dragged me in the office. You and, got fired from Great America? I did, I got fired, that's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I was that's, just like, That's not a Hollywood tale, but yeah. close. It didn't pay that much either. What do you think it paid? Well, I just gave it away, but it didn't uh, pay that much. What year was that? 1990. They probably paid you... 11 shows ten, a day. I was gonna, I was gonna, they probably paid you 10 bucks an hour? I wish. Five? I think it was like... 425 was... I, 425 was minimum wage. It was wage a little more than minimum wage. So it was probably like like 625 an right. hour. So at the Still. time, you're like, oh, I'll move to... Bay. And yeah, it's just like, yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember renting a room and they and they, they go, yeah, there's already a mattress in there. And it was like the previous like uh, performer. He was like an ice skater. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just... Uh, welcome, to sh- welcome to showbiz. You know, and... But it got me to the Bay Area, and then from there I... And then I, you did a whole circuit. Yeah, you did a whole circuit, and then... Because the, there was a lot of comedy going on back yeah, then. Yeah, a lot of comedy going on back then. I mean, that was great. That was really like, you know, I'm doing big clubs, I'm doing one-nighters, I'm starting Are the you headline. just showing up, or is, did you have a, did you get a booker? Um, Are you just showing up and like... Just showing doing, up, doing and all then the, word doing spreads, all the and yeah, then you kind of, you know how it is, you get in with the So circuit. funny, every comic so far that's been on this podcast has the same kind of similar story really? as to how cool. they carved their way into the... Yeah. comedy world and it helps when people start 
reaching out to you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you. Those like, incoming you know. calls are nice. Yeah. I was just saying yes. that to Dwayne, Dwayne Perkins on our other podcast. Yeah. Shout and out to Dwayne. Not, very funny guy. Yeah. Dwayne Perkins. No, nothing better than an incoming call. I love it. Text, call, email. Are you available? Da, 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 da. It's like the best. And then, and then you saturate the Bay Area scene. Yeah. Right? You get like too yeah. good, I guess. So you had to go leave the pond. Um, that sort of thing where you're sort of like, you're, you're developing like, because everyone was like, you got to move to LA, got to move to LA. And I was like, uh, I don't know, am I ready? You'll not just get there. You're always going to. And But I wasn't, I didn't. So an opportunity opened up where I moved to San Diego. And then at that time, there was like five clubs, like improv, comedy store, comedy nights. And I would drive to LA for auditions. And I booked my third one. I got a national commercial. And mm-hmm. as you guys know, that's just luck. But I was like, you know those acting books where they show the pie graph? Right. And I was like, wow, I'm in that tiny sliver. It's 2%. Yeah, and I was like, that's me. 2% of people that try to be an actor work. I know. There's another, you know, 90%. I mean, imagine booking a movie. I booked, because they called the Comedy Store, and they were, you know... Um, in in La Jolla. No, they called the Hollywood one. and But that, but at that time, I think Mitzi had made me a paid regular. And... Was this... So we had met already. I... In the Pasadena Q's days. Was, yes, yes. That was 94. Yes. We, we so had I had met. already... Yeah, at that time, I probably had that Miller uh, Beer National Commercial... I didn't film the movie until June of 95. Which movie? Savage. It was called Savage. What did you do in Savage? It sounds like it sounds funny now that I said it. I was in Savage. <laughs> sounds like a porn. I know, exactly. <laughs> I was a savage. Well, back then, remember, I had the longer hair, so I played a stoner. And, um, it Who was, was a, in that movie? It was a, a guy named Oliver Grunner or Oliver Grunet. He was like a martial art guy that's mm. done a bunch of those kind of action movies. And Mariel Hemingway, I think, I know. in it. And, I know who she is. And... and um, yeah, so I was like, I played this stoner dude, and this guy had super strength and stuff. The other guy did, and I was just witnessing him fighting people, and I'm in jail. Look, and all that kind of stuff. Um, you also worked on Get Shorty with John Travolta. Yeah, it was called yeah Be Cool. Or, uh, John or was Tra- it Be Cool or Get Shorty? Uh, Be Cool, the sequel. You were in and Be Cool. I was in Be Cool. I, for for yeah. some reason, I thought it was you were in Get Shorty, which was the first one, right? Yep, I was in the second one, Be Cool. It's so funny. I just we remember we just referenced we that just movie. Thought, Oh, uh, did you? The director. Yeah, I was... Uh, we F. Just, Gary Gray? No, we... we well, yes, but we oh. ended up... Uh, we had B.J. McDonald. Mm-hmm. He was a cameraman. He... Well, he's a, he directed the Foo Fighters movie, Studio, oh. Studio oh, 666. Wow. That's out right now. Yeah. And he was kind enough to come on our podcast, but he did a lot of stuff with The Rock. Oh, cool. And um, The Rock's great and be cool. Right. And so we were talking about that because I had gone to the premiere, and I'm, I'm dropping names like left and right. I went to the premiere of Be Cool with Vince, yeah, and he had introduced me Vince to the Vince is in the movie. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Did you guys have a scene together? No, you didn't. Didn't. We didn't. Yours, yours yeah. was with John Travolta. John Travolta, yep. Yeah. I'm in the first, like, five, about the five-minute mark. The valet Parker, was it? Yes, yes. Uh, I give them uh, the car, the rental car guy, same thing, rental yeah. car guy. Mr. Palmer, here's your keys, and I give him the keys. And <laughs> what was he like, yeah. John Travolta? Awesome. You know, and I got a... You know, it's funny that it's one of those things where, you know, you're doing a scene with someone. You know, Mm -hmm. I I was actually in two scenes, but like, but the the second scene is just the two of us. And, you know, so you're on your marks just waiting for them to. But I also didn't want to start just doing random small talk. But then he was he was very friendly, very kind that the the sound guy was doing small talk with him. Like, okay, John, hey, about being a pilot or something. But just to see a guy like of that magnitude. You know, pulling up in the darkened windows SUV, and he gets out, and he's just like, everyone's like, John's here, you know. And he was so friendly, you know. He's just like, <laughs> John's just like, here. Oh man, hey Larry, how you doing? All right, how was your weekend? He's just real, you know. And I remember I flubbed my line the first time, and 
because I was I, there was this moment where I'm you know I'm acting and I'm doing my lines and then I, I'm looking him right in the eye and I was like uh, uh, yeah with the rental and I just, yeah you, I was you, like you, holy shit you got nervous you're acting with Grease, John Travolta oh my god sweat <laughs> hogs you're just like you're staying going, alive staying alive you're just your mind is doing that and you're right. just, and then and then um, he was like it's okay let's um can we get him some Gatorade and uh, yeah, it'd be fine it's a, little, it's a little warm out here and. I remember I drank some Gatorade and then I nailed the lines and and, and then we went on to the next scene. But there was, I was just, that was so cool that <laughs> Can we he get him some Gatorade. He probably runs into that crap all the time. You know what I right. mean? Like there's yeah. that look. You know when people recognize you and they like you, mm-hmm. they're like, "Dude, right? You're ah, right." And I probably had that going on a little yeah. bit. You know, I don't do that. <laughs> you probably I've how do you do that? I know it's I've like, done that a few times. It's, I, I think I've, it's, yeah. I've found out on a few people, and it's weird when it's unexpected. They I can think, see too. it too. They can, they yeah. can I mean, even if you're trying not to fan out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can tell yeah. you're fanning out. You know? And I wonder if there's like a you're salivating. Yeah, exactly. You have that eager look on your, your knees. Start struggling. Yeah. Start thinking about how you're going to get their number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll be doing movies together. We'll do Be Cool Three. Yeah. <laughs> John Travolta, the rental car guy. Yeah. So you do Savage. You do uh, Be Cool. Be cool. Did uh, some other movies, you know, for my BET exposure, which is fantastic. That's right. You were on B- a Comic View, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Comic View, which is great because they would run the heck out of it. And yeah, if you were, I fun, did it. I did. Comic it's comic great, right? Yeah. They'd stand out and they'd chop it up at Best of or yeah. the White Guys or the you know people. Well, it's also all or, black audience. Yeah. So, so when people are guy channel like you, surfing. Right. Yep. That's. I got told that so many times. They're like, yeah. I was like, was this guy? And then also because people would usually watch the Apollo, right. so they're picturing comic doesn't do well. People are like, boo! Right. So they're used to that kind of energy. So they were like, I used to be like, is this guy going to get, oh, were you scared? Were you going to get boo? And I, in my mind, I'm like, no, because I already knew that I, this, what I was going to do was good. And also the atmosphere wasn't really that for, for BT. Right. You know, that may be more the Apollo. Right. Like I wasn't going to New York and, and rubbing the rock for good luck to go out there. That'd right. be different, you know. Who reps you these days? Like right now I'm independent. You know? you've, all, you've always kind of been like that. Uh, I mean, so yeah, you're right. Almost, literally almost every single yeah. comic that yeah. has come I mean, I would pay commissions out. to my agents, but like right. I was, you're you, you really do all into, the work. I see, yes. I see all the hustle you have going yeah. on. You also have a podcast. Darren has an awesome podcast that I did Thank called you. Uh, part, Party. Yeah, Pocket Party. It's called Pocket the Party. Pocket Party Podcast. Pocket Party Podcast everywhere, iTunes, Spotify. It's fun. YouTube. I'm on YouTube all over there. Darren Carter. Yeah. Um. And you're, you have a really talented son. Thank you. This Austin guy plays Carter. piano and dances. And piano, bass. His name is Austin. He yeah. goes by Aust the Bass Boss. Aust the Bass Boss. And, <laughs> you know, dude, it's great. I remember when he... Let me tell you this. He's got a video that has 2.3 million views on YouTube. YouTube, not like TikTok, which is a little easier. YouTube. Are we allowed to play that, a clip of that video, Wolf? Uh, I mean, not now, but later. Is there a copyright? Infringement? Yeah, or just should be able to. Yeah, plug what's it, it called? Yeah, like five yeah, seconds. It's, what, it's, what's it called? It's called "How to Annoy Your Friends with Only Five Notes." But um, that's what it, on YouTube, if you type yeah, that in, yeah, okay. it's uh, and it's Austin Bass Boss. But he does uh, costumes and characters and plays, you know, all this stuff. But I remember when he had the fruit doesn't fall far, huh? right? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It's a, but he's also got my wife's, so he's super smart. Like I don't yeah. think I'm really that studious, you know. But I mean, this kid, like, dude, let me tell you this. Here's here's a video. Well, this is actually. He can sing too, if I he remember correctly. Sing, he has a good you know, voice. He, so it, let me tell you this great story about him. So on March 14th, which is coming up, it's also known as Pi Day, 3.14. It's March, you know, 314. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they told the kids, hey, if you remember, he's in eighth grade. If you in sixth grade, they said, if you can memorize, you know, 20 digits of pi, you can, you know, have the opportunity to throw a pie in your teacher's face. Because he goes like to infinity, 3.14159. That's as far as I can remember. 
So my son, he uh, he ended up memorizing like 52 that day. And then it went on and on and on. And he broke the school record. And um, on the day, which is right before COVID hit, it was uh, he got to 400. So we made a video of that. It's on YouTube, my channel, his channel. And they're doing it again now. And last time it took him three months to memorize that many numbers. And he's already like into the 300s right now. And it's been like a week. Jeez. So he's just, he has a piece of paper. He remember his mind is focused. He's like 3.14. And it's hilarious because he does like, like beautiful mind kind of He shit. does like the Eminem style. Like he's at home going 3.14159775. How old is he? 14. What do you, is, yeah. what, what's, what's like, what path is he going toward? Musician. And, and yeah. Sure. Yeah. Music. He loves music. He's got That's a. awesome. Um, I didn't know what this meant, but he has, I found out, he has a, uh, they call it perfect pitch. So if you were to tap against a tin can or something, he'd go F sharp major. Or he could tell you, like, I mean, he's way past the. You know, he's on that side of the piano. What is this? Ding, ding. He's already... So it's wow. cool. I was hitting the punching bag at the the, bo- the heavy bag at the boxing gym. And, that, and I go, what is that smack? Because it has like a certain... And that's when... Yeah, he told me that's F sharp flat or something. And That's crazy. I talked wow. to a two-time world champion. He goes, I know a lot of things about boxing. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. coming up for you? Like, what are you, what are you doing these days? Besides, like, the grind. I see you. Grinding. I mean, there's the grind, and then there's the, you know, I, I'm focusing on my next special, you mm. know, so we'll see what, and it's another thing, too, is, and you know how showbiz is, sometimes people will pop up out of nowhere and say, you, you want to film a special, and earlier in the day, I'd be like, yes, but now I'm sort of like, mm, let's see let me choose because <clears throat> right you know like i don't want to you just... being approached by like netflix or no not by netflix <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i mean there's a guy that's done that directed netflix specials right. and it was pre-covid was saying we could do this and i was at first i was like yes but actually actually talking to a comedian who's done uh netflix and also done like this other thing called dry bar mm-hmm. twice he said the dry bar did better for him you know, and Netflix, the dry bar gets a lot of hits. Yeah, online. and he said Netflix didn't promote him. And 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 sometimes when I look at Netflix, like you said earlier, with being you know working more clean, I don't know if like Netflix would promote me or even be interested in promoting me. You know, like you never know. Netflix, you never know. You never know. I'll never do it know. though. If you're watching Netflix, let's talk. Hey, book this guy. Yeah, yeah. Netflix goes for three types of comics. It yeah. seems like the 800 pound gorilla, mm. <clears throat> who's gonna, you know. Push, yeah. push views. The famous person who's like, drop him in. Right. <laughs> Chappelle, yeah. Kevin Hart, yeah. Trevor, Trevor Noah. Yeah. You know. Then they go for the new faces. Yes. And then there's this like real middle ground in there where if you know somebody over there, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. if you know somebody at fucking Netflix, I've done you'll it. get a deal. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it happen. Right. <laughs> I mean, I did it with Russell Peters when it was they had Comic Stop Borders, and they would like, did you, did you do that too? Yeah, we did it together. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like so we were on Netflix, and I so I I technically I I'm on Netflix or I have been on Netflix, mm. so I it does help, but it's like is Comics Without Borders on Netflix? Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah, know. That. First oh, so show. hey, I'm, I'm on Netflix. <laughs> exactly, Thanks, dude. Netflix. There was a time it was. Yeah, I don't know, know how long that license lasted. I didn't but, know that. But when it was on Netflix, I took screenshots and sent it out. I fucking didn't yeah. even know that, bro. That's yeah. how out of the loop I am. Yeah, you were on Netflix. <laughs> well, I had a documentary on Netflix called uh, "Just Like Us." <clears throat> we had a two-year run. They paid us a little bit of money. It was, yeah. Look, to say you're on Netflix is like, that's a feather in your cap. Yes. It's a stripe that you get. Yes. It gi- it gives yeah. you a little bit of like. You yeah. know, some wind in your sail. It's like but, when I did the Tonight Show, but it's also you know? va- it's also kind of like you know, f- you know, for vanity reasons. Yeah, I was on Netflix. 
Netflix. You know, I know. It's, it's like okay. There's also Hulu and Amazon and Apple TV and Paramount. There's out a, of all those, what would you most like? What would you rather? Be I'd love to get into business with Apple. They're producing some really top quality stuff. Yeah, you know they have a lot of money. They, uh, you know, they're kind of like right on the coattails of Netflix, and you know. But I, look, it's all gravy for me. I, I'd love to work with all of them. Yeah, you know? yeah, smart. I mean, you yeah. know, I don't want to like shun one streaming platform because you never know. Now there could be like a stand-up special on the, on like the Uber app or something. Right. You know, like while waiting for your vehicle, watch right. this, and it's like <laughs> or like somebody who yeah. was an assistant at a talent agency twenty years ago is now the you know head yeah. person at Netflix. You know what I mean? You just yeah. never know in this industry. I've seen people come and go. I've been. You know, 30 years we're in it, and it's just so cyclical. And you never know who's going to see you and connect with you. I did a show the, the other day in Hawthorne inside of a hangar, a 1940s hangar, and they had like five-star dinner, they had music playing before the show, then the stand-ups Damn, come out. Damn, who books that? I know, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you. And, and uh, it was great. And then... Um, I want to do the hangar gig. Somebody in the audience... Uh, somebody in the audience was is on 98.7. Her name is uh, Hudson. Shout out to Hudson Hot is her name. And she gave me a shout out twice on the radio. She's oh, like, she's like, I just you know discovered a new comedian. I never heard of him. Darren Carter, the oh, party awesome. starter. And I put it on my Instagram. And so I'm saying sometimes you you don't know who's going to see know. or watch you. Well, especially in Los can... Angeles. Yeah. Just because it's more show business savvy. New York yep. as well. Yeah. Well, check this out. What's coming up for you gig wise? Anything you want to promote? Plug. Gig wise, um, I got stand up shows, live shows. Yes, I'm coming back to, to uh, Dallas, Texas. I'm coming back to where in Dallas? I'm doing this new club called TK's. Okay. Yeah, it's brand new. It's it's a uh, I did it like the third week. I did it the week that they shut down the show on Thursday because there was only one uh, runway open at the airport. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was like bad luck. But the guys like we were oh. just there. Oh, yeah. were you? Was it snowy and icy when you were there? It was windy and cold, like and it snowed a little degrees, bit. Oh. Yeah, we were at Hyenas. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love hyenas. Shout out to hyenas. All yeah. of them. I love hyenas. Hyenas. Randy Butler. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Well, I'm on 212 episodes of the Pocket Party podcast. So I, as you know, like it just gets better and better and the community starts finding you. You know, yeah. you'll have listeners from Canada and yeah. whoever. And sure. you get great guests too, right? Like, I think it's fun. Like your guests are like, you got guys like Darren Carter, Dwayne Perkins, and I'll look and it's like, you know, these huge stars like Vince Vaughn. I'm surprised Brad Pitt's not coming in next. It's he is. A, yeah, okay. I okay. got pit. I got pit on my list. <laughs> but pit, I'm coming for you. By the way, I was I was eating dinner one night at the smokehouse in Burbank and George Clooney was sitting at the booth right behind us. I like that place. Yeah. The food's not great. It's it's yeah, it depends on what you get. What do you, it's an old yeah. school like yeah. it's an old school steakhouse. When I say old school, it's like I don't know, probably yeah. forty years old. But yep. it's right across from Warner Brothers. So you like the ambiance, but not the food. Yeah, it's like an old school like like right out of a movie, kind of like New York style, like almost like a mob. It's all dark out. in there with candles. Dark with like you know? with red velvet booths. I was in the Gary Shandling Martini, booth. yeah. There's a yeah. martini in the. Yeah. So it's but the food's not great. What did you? But get? it's all like I execs. Actually, you know, like the food, but maybe we really? have. Yeah, but I got. I had the prime yeah. rib. Oh, so I didn't get that. What'd you yeah. get? Well, you're gonna laugh. I usually get the cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, what a fucking! I'm from In-N-Out. Fresno, dude. Got- <laughs> Go to In and Out. I got a fried bologna sandwich. Dude. I know. It's fucking awesome. yeah, it's like they- saying you got fucking. <laughs> I bring my bologna. It's like saying you ordered a bowl of cereal. <laughs> I know. They heated up a lean cuisine. For I me. get fries and ranch dressing. My brother. Oh man, I got tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> I right. got the challenge menu. No, but I've had. I ordered the prime rib because that's their signature yeah. like oh. thing. So I just I got it one night and it, look, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I usually go there with. Fraser it wasn't. Smith. It wasn't yeah. Mastro's. Yeah. Oh. 
Mastro's has, a, you know, they have good cuts. I'm like, I never even heard of that chain restaurant. No, it's, it's like a special. <laughs> Best butter cake on the planet. <laughs> yeah. But I usually get either, I honestly, I either get the salmon, the cheeseburger, or the chicken piccata. Okay. Did I say that right? Chicken piccata? So Clooney's sitting there, and what happens? Oh, Hold so. Hold on, is this your Hollywood tale? Oh, it could be. Because I, oh. I want you to, I want you, we're going to oh. close no, out I got, a, I got a Hollywood tale for you. All right, give, oh. give us the Clooney story, and then and then wrap it up. Your, so it was your an anniversary dinner. My wife is sitting across from me. I'm sitting here. Steven Soderbergh and George Clooney are directly behind me. And it was hilarious, because my wife was like, oh, my God, George Clooney's right behind you. And I got up to use the restroom, and I saw them there, and I went back. And it, and it was funny, because I really wanted to know. I mean, imagine, like, all I got to do is move my head, and then George Clooney's right there. And I was like, honestly, is he that much better looking than me? Like, just just look at us both. <laughs> and, I, and I just kind of tilted my head like this. <laughs> and she's like, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just, like, I'm just, she's like, I'm eating dinner with George Clooney. So I always remember, you know, like, I'm like, happy anniversary, honey. You know. In her mind, she's actually sitting down face to face with Clooney. That's awesome. I know. That's a true story. Maybe I should do that as a bit. That's kind of funny. There's right? something funny in there. Yeah. Tell it us. is weird. Oh. No, 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 I was gonna no, say no, it no. is weird when you see somebody like I saw Slash once in, uh, mm. like, an Applebee's or something in in, in uh, Burbank. Something. I don't, it wasn't Applebee's. It was a place like that, though. Mm. And you're like, you don't want to stare, but you're just like, wow, Slash is right there. You know? He dresses like that. I mean, yeah, he yeah. wants you to stare. Yeah, exactly. well, you know it's him, unless the fuck you're not even performing tonight, bro. Unless like, the Hollywood like that. Stare? Yeah. Well, unless the Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, slash him. <laughs> right. could have been him. Could have been yeah. him. I mean, could've it was like I would have. Yeah. I would have fucking. It was like three in the afternoon, costume. so you know, it was like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's are, no are show you, going on. There are you right. watching that uh, Hulu series, uh, Pam and Tommy? I heard there's a talking penis. I started watching yeah. it. I don't want to give it up. He loves it. I, I got four episodes in. I was at, actually at his place, binge watching <laughs> it, and then I had to stop because it's really fucking good. And the guy who plays Tommy Lee, mm. Sebastian Stan, he's a great mm-hmm. actor. He was in the Avengers movie. He plays. Uh, <laughs> What's the one-armed character? Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Bro, you would not he, shut up. You're like, he's great. He's so good. But, but he's not fucking tall enough to be Tommy. There's no way. I can't believe this. <laughs> but you love the show. You no, know, it's an awesome show if you're fucking going to want to binge watch something. And I grew up in that era with you know, Bay- Baywatch and Pamela Anderson and Tommy yeah. Lee and Motley Crue. Yeah. So when they made a show about it, I was like, it better be good because that their whole life story is crazy. Seth Rogen's in it. He's pretty good in it. Mm. It was based off of a Rolling Stone article which i didn't oh. know about and i read it a couple nights ago it's dark and graphic and weird i don't know if you read the article 10th grade i found that i was walking home from school and i found that sex tape just laying on someone's really? front lawn really? and uh yeah Whoa. i don't know if the wife got mad where and is it, it out. i don't have it anymore. Was it VHS dude i had a trash bag full of vhs's when dvds came out i had a little tower oh. i mean Uh-oh. and now i just that's a different yeah. podcast <laughs> <laughs> no what i was gonna say was um he looks like Tommy Lee, acts like him, mannerisms, the whole thing. But Tommy Lee, I've I've met him really br- uh, briefly. He's one tall night. and skinny, right? He's like six fucking four, dude. He's like yeah. a big, tall, skinny guy with broad shoulders. He kind of looks like Kevin McHale a little bit, you know, the basketball player. He's just like a big, tall, skinny guy. And Sebastian Stan, uh, not to you know put him down for his height, but yeah, it just even watching it on on the on the show, I'm like, ah, he's just not tall enough. Mm. <laughs> You know, because I'm six two, and I, I'm looking yeah. up. I looked up at Tommy Lee. I was like, "This yeah. motherfucker's tall." Yeah. And Sebastian Stan, I, I sat next to him on a plane. Uh, I can't remember where we were, New York to L.A. It was like a, a red eye. We <laughs> it was, was into Fresno. We were <laughs> thank God from LAX to Fresno. We were sitting next to each other, and then we got up to like get our bags, or whatever. Yeah. And he's you know he's like, and you're getting his bag for him. I was like Tommy Lee. <laughs> um, 
so let's let's we have a couple minutes to wrap up and tell us your best uh, or worst or worst Hollywood or funniest Hollywood. God, there's so many, but I'll just keep it short. This is a story I, I like to tell. I was at the Hollywood Improv doing my Snoop Dogg impression. His cousin saw me. And uh, he's like, would you like to play at our family Snoop's, reunion? Snoop's cousin Snoop's saw you cousin. do an impression of Snoop. Yeah, and at that time, the jokes weren't that flattering. I was like, um, wow, well, yeah, yeah, what's cracking this? I'd be like, <clears throat> I'd be like, hey, I want to see rappers when they get old, you know? And Which is funny, because I think at that time, I go, you know when they're like 65, 70, which is like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm learning to like push that age further, you know, like 95, 100. <laughs> and I go, wow, um, well, Jared Tawi's appeal that saves me. Arthritis is a case that they gave, man. And then it, it goes on and on, right? I don't know if the Snoop yeah. make that fucking sound. Oh, wait, what's cracking? You know, so his cousin saw me. I had dinner with him and his, uh, with the Snoop's cousin, Snoop's mother, Beverly, shout out, rest in peace, and his aunt out at the Ice House in Pasadena. They saw me perform. They said, yes, we want to have you perform at our family reunion. I performed at the Reef in Long Beach. 300 people, his family, show went great and then the, I, they invited me i did it again the following year and they brought you back i brought me back snoop dogg himself How come just doesn't have you fucking open for i know him? snoop himself <laughs> introduced me it was awesome hold on yeah sorry yeah what are you are you doing impressions of him on stage i'm doing a little bit of impressions and, and mostly comedy and right. my normal stand-up and it just you know and are, like, are celebs there or it's just family there were the warren g was there snoop i had dinner like snoop's here warren g's right there it was like it was wild man and and then just regular like i could tell like it was extended family too because a lot of people wanted to have photos with him. Like, mm -hmm. Uncle Snoop, can we get a photo? Right. Oh, for sure. Mm, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, they're coming out of the bathroom, like 30 people, all the smoke's cloud. Right. By the way, I was told not to curse. You know, he's like, my grandma really? was out there. Yeah. So I, I kept it clean. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So it was just, it was just like, yeah, it was amazing. And then um, there were, uh, what else, what other details can I tell you? There was, I remember this is odd because, like, um, they really took a liking to me, and his mom was like, come to the park tomorrow. We're going to be playing flag football and barbecuing and the cookout. And so I showed up, and I do remember getting there early, and uh, and there were two orange tubs packed with ice and uh, generic soda. Like, it wasn't like <laughs> brands you'd heard of before. It was like Safeway brand or whatever. Dr. And Skipper? I, yeah, yeah. It was all like Craigmont or whatever. It was like, and I was just like, oh, that's interesting. And then and I remember drinking like, like uh, there was like, because there was like, you know, Grape, strawberry, root, like all the flavors I like. Like I'm not really into like regular flavors. I was like, oh damn, I haven't had a grape soda in a long time. And I remember drinking it, waiting for Snoop to show up. And then I go for my second one, the strawberry. And then Snoop shows up, and the same thing, just like uh, you know, uh, earlier in the story with John Travolta, it was like a tinted window SUV, like three vehicles pull up and they're blasting, you know. And the DJ, the DJ played the music. Snoop didn't mm. play, but the DJ was like, they're like Snoop Dogg, da 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 da, da da da, and he gets out and be like, Snoop's here, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to get another grape soda. And I remember this, this, uh, I go in for the grape soda and this little boy rolls up on a bicycle and he goes like this. He like checks me. He's like, he's like, come on, man, that's your third one. <laughs> Drinking up all the generic sodas, know, man. Exactly. Come on. I was he like, was watching you from yeah, afar. Yeah. And I was, I didn't think anybody was really looking at me, but yeah, looking back, I probably just stand out <laughs> my bright white legs and my, you know, like my, my charcoal under here. I'm going to play football. <laughs> Was the family reunion gig or the gigs were they good pay? Like they pay you well? They they I'll tell you off air, but they did they paid okay. They paid okay, and they that's why they kept reminding me like, remember this isn't Snoop's. It's the I forget the last name. It's the Brodus slash 
Tate reunion or whatever. So it was. I was happy to be there. It was great. And um, I think I sent you a photo. If not, I'll send you a photo. I saw. I yeah. think there's a photo of you and Snoop. Right? Yeah, because he was right. fanning money at that time. And yeah, he, at that time, this is before Death Row. He, um, I think at that time, that temporary time, he was with Uncle P, Master P label. Yeah, he was oh. with No Limit. Yeah, No yeah. Limit. So he was like, you know, mm, with all the money. And I go, hey, this will be funny. I'll hold up a dollar. And he's like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. So <laughs> I pulled up. I'm like, I have one dollar. I'm like, well, one dollar. And he's like, mm. And I remember like, by the fourth time, because I actually went to some music videos and some stuff, because I, his crew like kind of took me in and. And, but then I was like, I don't know if I want to just be the guy hanging around. I want to be in shit. So I told Did him. Did you start like, wearing blue and shit too? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get that far. I'm like crip walking. Anything for the gang, baby. Yeah, I'm just like. So you're like, I don't want to be the entourage. I want to start being in your yes, projects. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you said something. Yeah, and he was like, That's uh, when you got cut off, right? No, no. I just, I, no, I, I, I could have kept doing exactly. And he was like, and scene. <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh for sure, baby, bigger and better things, bigger and better things, you know. And nothing came of it. Nothing. Do you like, still stay in touch with? him and his crew i could because one guy did reach out to me but it's like i guess i could but like yeah. I, at this point Fuck i figured tell 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 snoop yeah. we want him to come on hollywood tales yeah, yeah. could have been and on the tell, super bowl and, I want, show. Back, and I, want, I want snoop to tell us his version of of your story oh that would be great <laughs> we've yeah. actually done that a couple times on this podcast oh cool where people have different versions of stories that'd be hilarious if he goes on there he's like yeah so i had jeff ross at my reunion <laughs> <laughs> he was a lot skinnier <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Ross was just straight up on the keto diet. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Well, on that note, yeah. man, it's always a pleasure to thank see you. you. Thank you, man. Thank yep. you. Great podcast. Thank you. Uh, guys, thanks for watching and listening to Hollywood Tales, our episode with Darren Carter. The thank party you. starter. Party starter. <laughs> Check him out. Darren Carter at Instagram. Yeah, go to uh, official Darren Carter on Instagram. Mm. And like I said, YouTube.com slash Darren Carter. And... Uh, Pocket Party Podcast, and I want to have you guys on. That'd yeah, be man, I'll do oh, it yeah. again. Thank you. And then uh, Thank you. Blake and I have uh, shows coming up. We are doing the Bell, what's it called? The Stand-Up Comedy Club in Bellflower, March 30th. Uh, get tickets now. Jen Sturger's on the show. Joe Urell's on the show. Yeah. Uh, Blake will be there. Maybe a couple special guests. We're doing Chicago Comedy Bar. Looking forward to that. April 15th and 16th. And then we're doing Cruisers. But we've changed it. I don't know if uh, oh. we just announced uh, starting next week we're going to be at their Newport location. Oh, Heading sweet. south, a little more south, a little bit more south, a little bit more comedy friendly. Yeah. And, you know, Huntington was getting a little rowdy. You, oh you, yeah, I was there. I was there the night of a. Some guy showed up with a flashlight or something. Oh, time. that was me. Oh. <laughs> I remember yeah. the two guys came up to you, and one guy apologized. I'm sorry about yeah. my friend. There's always oh, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there's always, always something. something. Yeah. That's why they want to move us, because yeah. they can't really get their head around a, like a live free comedy show. They just they want to just keep talking. and it's just Yeah, like, so they're like, go. try the Newport location. So if you're in uh, Huntington Beach or Orange County, um, go to Cruiser's Bar in Newport Beach on Thursdays, I think is the night we're going to do it. It's free. Tell your friends. We always get great comics down there. Yeah. Um, go to jaminthevan.com uh, for upcoming shows comedy and music um if you are a band and you want to record something how does that work wolf do you guys have like a submissions at go to the jam in the van.com website i'm sure yeah, you'll find it there and uh if you think you guys have talent and want to record something in their cool little uh tour bus be our guest uh find me at ahmed ahmed comedy at blake barty comedy Big, big thanks to Darren Carter, our guest. Thanks, big Darren. thanks to Thank Dave and Jake, who own this place. Jake Trainer, the venue manager. Jack Higgins, 
our creative director, and last but not least, the one and only Wolf Ramirez for making this all happen. Thank you all. See you next thank time. You, thank you.